Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Jonathan Goldberg, CIO at Arkansas Children's Hospital. In this segment, Goldberg talks about the challenge of planning out workflows several months in advance, how his team is leveraging workforce solutions to cut costs, and their unique approach to improving staff satisfaction and retention. Going back to Epic Rollout, do you have somebody kind of heading up that implementation, or how does that work as far as uh, the governance? Our VP of Applications is the project executive or project director. Um, okay. he, he took that role on, and he's sort of the, the lead from our side. And then Epic brings their project director to the table as well to manage the project from their end. The two of them, and sort of, I guess, in combination, become the, the project management team. We certainly have a steering committee, as you would expect from a governance structure of project this size, uh, which includes a lot of the senior leaders and operational leaders from the organization. And so far, it's, it's gone very well in terms of being able to make decisions. Nothing has been that controversial. One of the benefits that we have, and, and it really did dictate a little bit about how we implemented, which was to try to do more in-house than, than outsource a lot of the work. A lot of the EPIC implementations of, in recent years have been multi-site organizations that had multiple leadership teams, multiple CMOs and CNOs and CFOs. Right. And that was the type of environment I came from. And, and also different physician groups that practice in each of those organizations. So when, when you had to come to the point of implementing one system that required standardization of content, standardization of workflow and process, it requires a lot more governance than what we had in a single entity with control of our physicians and, and only one leader for each area. So we really believe that we could do a lot of things quicker and easier um, in relating to decisions and process changes than some of the other implementations. So we tried to stay pretty skinny as it relates to our project and, and I guess, do more ourselves. And, and so far, it's, I, I would say it's fairly successful. We'd like to have some more help. Uh, you know, I'm sure we always could use some, but there's that cost-benefit piece as well that we had to take advantage of and, and try to keep this project at a, at a reasonable cost. Right, and, and of course there, there's something to be said for having the, uh, the expertise stay with you uh, after the go-live. Absolutely. Uh, you said that you just wrapped up the build as far as workflows, and then I imagine there's going to be a good amount of testing of, of those, but... A workflow can be created in uh, in this type of environment, but uh, you know it has to actually be tested in a live environment. Or and how do you how do you kind of deal with that? Well, the good news is that uh, from a workflow standpoint, certainly we will have all of our operational folks helping us with the testing and going through sort of the various day in the life scenarios. So there is there is that kind of end to end testing that happens. We were live on a lot of clinical functionality. We currently are. So I think the, the, the good news is a lot of our leadership, and, and actually even on, even on the financial side, a lot of the, the leadership and, and our subject matter experts that we have consulting with us all sort of know what they want and what they need based on either what they have or what they don't have. And, they, and then, of course, factoring in what, this, what the system can bring to bear. It has been an interesting exercise because uh, certainly every system you implement is different and has some uniqueness to it. And just trying to, to look at 
again, how we function today versus how we're going to function down the road. I can't say that it hasn't been an exercise of having to people to have to sort of learn and, and, and have some faith in, in, in their decisions because certainly there are some things that they've been asked to decide on that they won't see until the final product is done. They will certainly get to see it during the testing piece, but you know they've made decisions six months ago that they're, they may not see for another month from now um, and see how it turns out. And, and then, once, of course, once it turns out, we hope – we hope they're the right decisions because there's not a lot of turning back at this point. Yeah, right. Now, did you work with Epic before at uh, other facilities? No, no. This is this is oh, okay. this is my first time. We've I came from an organization that had uh, Siemens and Cerner and Meditech uh, in in previous experience. I've touched almost every EHR except this one, and and certainly with Workday on the ERP side, again, it's another new system to me and to to many, so lots of learning on my end going on as well. Sure, yeah. Okay, so looking at some of the other projects going on, and and you said API is something that you're using to do uh, labor analytics, and is that just to make sure that um, resources are being used as as efficiently as possible, or what's really the uh, the goal there? Yeah, yeah, that it's known to most that, that labor is, is your most significant cost, and we certainly want to make sure that we have the right people in the right place at the right time. So API is both time and attendance, and we're also implementing for staff scheduling, mostly clinical staff scheduling. Uh, and when you take time and attendance and you take the scheduling, the ability to take all of that data and give you the ability to, to model and, and then, of course, import other data such as census and, and so and acuity. Um, it enables you to start forecasting staffing needs. And then so as you connect the dots, it allows you to really understand where you're going to need more staff in certain areas based on the, the workload. And you can just be very smart with, with your resources. And, you know, it's, it's hard to get good staff these days to, to come to the table. I mean, it, we don't have a lot of people moving into Little Rock, and, and certainly we have great staff that we, we want to make sure we, we keep and keep them productive. And, and so from a retention standpoint, the more use what we have um, and not have to bring in agency nurses, for example, and nursing is certainly the biggest pool of people, but, you know, we, st- we still struggle with trying to get enough nurses. You know, we're growing our own. We have a great program going on to be able to do that as well as lots of retention programs. Uh, but uh, it's not an area where there's a lot of people, and, and it's not a very transient area, which means that we have to, like I said, have to hold on to our own. And the, so labor analytics, really, we, we really think of it as, as looking at how do we use our resources and maximize it to the best we can, and, and, and that should be a win for everybody. Right. And what are some of the things that you do, some of the, the retention programs, um, things like uh, – flexibility, um, you know, to just things like that that can kind of improve the uh, satisfaction rates? We spend a lot of time trying to make sure that, that people are having a good time at work. They spend a lot of time with us here, and uh, we, we, we want to recognize that. We've learned a long time ago that the, the more you can engage staff and the, the more they feel like they're they're having a great time at work doesn't and having a great time doesn't mean you 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 don't take the work you have to do seriously and you don't have high we don't we have very high expectations of our staff but at the same time you know you want them to enjoy what they do and and 
if people enjoy what they do, then a lot of times they'll forget the thing, uh, forget about the things they don't like because they're not going to, they're not going to dwell on that. So we, we have a lot of opportunities. I do breakfasts with staff every month, usually once or twice a month, they can have breakfast with me. And I'm not sure if they like having the breakfast more than they like talking to me, but mm-hmm. if they don't want to talk to me, they don't have to, there's no formal agenda. Right. Uh, they just get, we just get to hang out and enjoy some, some good food that my assistant orders. Probably every month or two, we have different lunches for different events that we we throw. We just a couple of weeks ago, we had a uh, we had our uh, final four party, and uh, we we had barbecue, and and the staff were able to to come and just enjoy a little bit of time. Uh, we just we just put up our our clipboard walls. I saw something when I was on vacation over Thanksgiving, where there was a company on one of the the islands that had thousands of picture frames all over the walls, and it was all pictures of their their employees, you know, their family, their pets, their kids, their vacation photos. It was just photos, and it it really it looked really neat. But at the same time, it really it kind of to me looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. But I've never been able to hang up picture frames too easily and make them look straight. So <laughs> we uh, we decided we were going to put up clipboards, and so we have a whole wall couple walls and, and of course we have them in different buildings too because we have to make sure we cover all of our staff with them and it's it's a wall where each staff gets an opportunity to put what's meaningful to them up on the clipboard and it's in the hallways where you know people see it yeah. and you can change the pictures or, or sayings or you could put up your you know, latest vacation photo or one of our employees just had a baby and they put up a photo the, the day it was born and that was kind of cool to see so yeah. Just different ways of, of of engagement that we try to promote. We try to promote all of the managers and to have retreats at least once or twice a year with staff, both for, from a work-related standpoint as well as um, have some weave in some fun with it. Um, some staff have gone bowling. You know, the, some have have done some other things. Um, but it's communication. It's just having a good time. And and I think while nothing's perfect, I think we're we're doing a pretty good job at, at trying to to promote that. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.